Hey, brother. Hey, sister. Wow, you were ready for that one. Well, I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird if I didn't say that sometime? <laughs> I said, I think, hey, can you hand me a... And I'd be say, hey, are you sure? <laughs> What's going on? You know, uh, I have a question for you. Wait, before we talk about whatever question, here's what's going on. You guys are patriotic this year. We were patriotic last year, too. You were? Yeah. I don't remember it. Uh, yeah. Beth, I just drove up and saw these little flag things. Beth put those up last year. She got she found cheap ones on Amazon. They they're like they're not cloth. Oh yeah. What are they called? Half not, circles, half circle flags. A semicircle. Half, must be a name. half circle flag works. I wonder what she them. searched in order to find it. I'm pretty sure I found them. <laughs> what did you search? Um, probably half circle flags. Then that's what they're called. Yeah, I mean, our house is white, and we have a, a big porch with a big horizontal roof line that it seems like it's perfect for those things, and four columns, so, yeah. And you're in the South. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ooh, we should talk about regions. We can. Are we can. in the South? No. Are we in the Midwest? Are we in the Southwest? According to Fox, we're in the Southwest. According to someone else, we're in the Midwest. Yes. I read something recently. It was like, literally, where is Oklahoma? There's a region that's like the Ozark region. Maybe we're in that. Yeah. I'm like, can it just be easy? And we just, you know, say we're in the plains. We just, just vertical up and down. <laughs> but so wait, wait, Texas is in the plains? No, because I feel like Texas is the South. Yeah. And I guess, I guess if you look back at the Civil War, Texas was the South there. Mm-hmm. And Oklahoma wasn't a state yet. So mm-hmm. I guess we're Indian territory. Okay. I don't know where we are. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, all I wanted to say was. Cool flags. Yeah, patriotism. Let's talk about patriotism later. Okay. So what's your question? Uh, are you a stalker? <laughs> Define stalker. Like in what way? Well. Does a stalker, what's the motive of the stalker? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously stalking as in uh, I have a crush on you and so I'm going to follow you and all day long and see what you do, um, which I think <laughs> is... <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say no on that one. <laughs> That's a good answer. Uh, but I think we, I think stalking has, is a completely different thing nowadays in our culture. So I would say, would you consider yourself a internet stalker uh, when you, uh, of your friends and of people that you just meet? Uh, totally. But to me, it's not just limited to online. And that does sound really creepy. That does, but wait. like... So we have the find the find my app uh-huh. and find my friends are on there. And sometimes I like I have probably what eight nine friends on there. And sometimes I just go and see where they are. Just well, want to know. Technically, that is online. Where we have to connect through the internet. Okay, true. Or like, just even in person, I'm just I'm a really observant person, and so I feel like I'm very aware of where people are and what they're doing, without putting a lot of energy toward it. If if. You were driving on 71st and you saw me up ahead. Would you like get behind me and follow for no. a while just to see where I was going? Heck no. I mean, I guess it depends. A <laughs> couple things. One, where am I going? Do I have like somewhere to be? No, or was no. I you're, just you got the home? day off. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it sounds kind of fun. You would be like, where's Wes going? You yes, I would be me. really curious. I don't think I would actually follow you. Okay. I, unless I would do some sort of social experiment to follow you for a little while to see if you noticed. I actually challenged someone the other day um, to, I was like, I feel like I would know if I'm being tailed. I shouldn't, mm. I shouldn't talk about this in case people feel up for the challenge, but like, I'm pretty observant and I, I don't know, you see movies and you, you like people getting tailed and you're like, how do you not see that? How are you not aware? Really? Yeah. That's not me. I'm not, a, <laughs> I'm not aware at all. So anyway, internet soccer. Yeah. I, uh, research people, but how much like. How many pages? Not as of, much as you. How many pages of Google are you gonna go into? Like, if I wanted, like the search result page pages. I don't. Google's not the go-to. No, it's not the go-to, but it's it's number four on the list of the things you look at. Probably. So number one's Facebook, right? Probably. I okay. I asked this, and this is really weird because. These conversations are posted online, and I often post about them on my Facebook page. So, mm-hmm. someone, if someone has just become Facebook friends with me, they may be listening to 
this and then they know but so I, but i'm just going to be completely honest because be authentic i am who i am you are uh we just got a new neighbor uh-huh. and they closed recently and we've been very excited to have new neighbors because the old neighbors were you know older so they were just like oh look at those you know middle-aged people over there and which by the way you're nearing if not in middle age well and i was being nice they're older than middle age <laughs> so i was like yeah wouldn't it be nice to live someone next to someone who's like relevant and fun and you know maybe a musician and maybe someone, someone who likes sci-fi someone books else and, who is you mean you're right the because old people the old people were very no, relevant no but and fun. i mean the boys got friends <laughs> oh the boys got friends relevant and fun as well <laughs> yes um but yeah I, so uh so beth met him yesterday and told him told her his name Mm -hmm. and she told me his name and got it wrong in every way possible both first and last (laughs) Uh (laughs) but fortunately he found me like right away friend of me right away i accepted right away and then commenced the stalking so how many now i see why this conversation feels because he also (laughs) may have seen oh he has a podcast. I'm going to listen to that podcast. And then he's going to listen to this one. And then, oh no, uh-huh. he knows how much I stalked him. But yeah. like I said, I'm open. That's right. This is who I am. I mean, you're not going to do anything weird with the information. You just want to know. That is correct. I will do nothing weird with the information. Just a disclaimer. <laughs> so, so what did you find out? Oh, I mean, all sorts of stuff. I mean, I found out he is a musician. Really? Plays piano. Great. This is really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. If you feel weird, you can cut it. It's no, but okay. no, it's fine. But the, the question I have is... How far back do you go on the Facebook timeline? It depends. It depends on what. This is like a coworker that you're going to work with really closely for oh, a okay. long time. So we recently hired someone at work. Um, I didn't go too far back. I think it's also different. I knew people who knew this person. And so I texted them and I was like, tell me, you know, mm-hmm. the juice. That's... Do you do that? Tell me the juice. Juice? Is that what people... <laughs> juice me up. <laughs> What do people say? Tell me the dirt? Give me the, the juice. I'm thirsty. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, well, I was just like, what's this person like? I didn't say like, give me all the crap. Uh, but I was just like, what Tell are, me every, ba- every bad thing this person's yeah, ever done. Yeah, tell me like their bad habits and their How weaknesses. do I get under their skin? Like if you had to throw someone off a boat, would it be this person? And like, where do they go to the gym? <laughs> and like, do they? Because, <laughs> ew. Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely researched just on Facebook but then I was like, yeah. What, like the last month, the last year? Uh, just, I would actually, probably the last couple do, of posts. That's it. Yeah, that go, was all. Um, do you go back, do you look at photos? Do you look at their likes? No. Okay. No. Here's the thing. Facebook likes, super outdated. True. Do you see what they liked back in 2007? <laughs> no. Because what you liked in 2007 still says something about you today, it I feel like. Says the guy who says 2007 West is not 2020 West. True, but 2007 West became 2020 West. I thought you completed, you saw them as completely different people. Yes, but one became the other. <laughs> Weird. Um, no, I didn't do a whole, maybe I'm not a stalker. No, it, it sounds like you're not. But I, I will say like, I'm just like, especially in person, I feel like it's like if someone was like, hey, where's this person? Super observant. In fact, so I went to stay with our cousins mm-hmm. in Fort Worth and so Enneagram talk, Macy is also a one and she's married to Blair, who's a six and Blair could never find anything. And Macy like, didn't even have to, like she could have closed her eyes and she was like, it's on that top shelf on the right. Mm-hmm. Like she just knew where everything was. And I feel very much like that, even with people hmm. of like at work, someone's like, Oh, you know, where's this person? I'm like, Oh, they were in here probably two minutes ago. It sounded like they were headed down that hallway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a way that we're complete opposite. So I think I'm just spatially aware. But so I was that like, where's mean... that person? Like, do they exist? <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> I would say spatially aware, but that's not in being intentionally aware. Yeah, no. If there's information, I seek it out. That's your five wing man. Like, how much how much time have you spent on Wikipedia? Some, but not. Oh an my gosh! Amount. Yesterday, I read four full articles. On what? Did you know Japan has an emperor? Did you know Hirohito was the emperor of Japan three emperors ago? Uh, from oh man, I said I read the article and now I'm going to look dumb because I don't know exactly when it was. No, you Early still know who Hirohito is. Hirohito, he was the third emperor of Japan, um, starting in 190 something um, till 1950 something, 1960s. No, no, it was later. It was in the 80s because no, must have been. Oh no. <laughs> 
I don't know. Wow, but, what an idiot. I know. But he was he was the emperor through World War II, which, you know, they got nuked and they lost the war and he was still the emperor. And so uh, I was just surprised for that. So I was like, I had to read the whole thing. And then his son was the next emperor. I was like, well, I got to read all about that. And then his son is the current emperor. So I was like, I got to read all. And then I was like, well, what about his father? Where did the, Why did he become emperor when he was so young? So I looked up about his father. His father was apparently crazy. <laughs> Uh, and when he became emperor. So yeah, I just, if there's information, I want to find the information. Well, and here's my question, whether it is people or Wikipedia articles, what do you do with that information? What are you going to do with the information about your neighbor? Cause now you're in this weird spot where you're like, you can't be like, Hey man, so you tickle the ivories. Oh uh, yeah. I feel you can't. I, how, how much did you have to dig to find that out? Um, there was a post about leading worship with people. And so then, of course, I clicked on the people and saw where they worked. Recent, that. a recent post. Yes, but he didn't say what instrument he played. It was I had to go a little <laughs> bit farther back to find out what instrument he played. This is so meta. <laughs> um, but like, so you would just you would say? I think that's appropriate to say. Hey, tell me how. I think I saw that you played. Okay. Piano. I uh, I play. We should we should jam together sometime. Okay. Also saw that you. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna just tell you how creepy I am and how much I know. I'm stopping there with my okay, information but, on this. Okay. So then, guy. what's the point? What's your motive um, in digging? This I don't. I feel like knowing being an information archaeologist. I feel like knowing everything is better than knowing not everything. Well, just in life in general. Um, I you, don't know. When it comes to people, I'm like, there's some stuff I maybe don't want to know. Why? What if it makes me not? Like them. I, everyone has bad things. Have you ever done anything bad? Hill? Never. Okay. <laughs> Besides you, <laughs> everyone has done bad things before and you just have to, you know, forgive them and say, you know, that's whatever. What if they are bad things? I mean, we are all bad things, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Is anyone a bad thing? Isn't everyone a bad thing? Oh. <laughs> no, but I think, I think that's really important. I think that's, that's something I've learned is that everybody, uh, everybody's good. Everybody's bad. Everybody has a way in which I can appreciate and love them, even if they're not my personality and they don't like the things that I like. And even if they're a complete jerk, there's something lovable about them. And, I, and understanding them is always important in every situation. Mm-hmm. So I think to understand somebody, you got to know them. If uh, But you don't have to know facts about them. Not always. I, I mean, but you never know if what you know matters. Like. <laughs> I could, yeah, I can see that. Maybe you find out a fact, and you're like, oh, now it all makes sense. But mm-hmm. if you didn't look for facts in the first place, you never, you never would have found it. Maybe you look for facts, and now you just know a whole bunch about them, and that's it. But yeah, I, I want to know every everything about everyone and everything. <laughs> you don't want to know everything about everything. Um, like if God said, "Hi, Hill," would, oh, would he yeah. call you Hillary? <laughs> I think you're going by my given name. <laughs> Hi, Hillary Gale. Would you like to know everything about everything? I feel like I'm being tricked right now. I feel like I'm in the garden of good and evil. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, I've thought many times. Isn't that like actually what happened? Yes, I think I've thought many times. Like, well, what? I want to know about good and evil. Well, yeah, and so if Eve did that, what good is it to us besides childbearing pains and like couldn't can't we know everything? But she didn't know anything. It was a it was a trap. I mean, but if she didn't know. Okay, I'm not even where this is. A difficult one. Um, would I want to know, would you everything want to know everything about everything? Everything about everything. <sighs> Probably. I absolutely want to know everything about I mean, everything. I'm certainly a nosy person. Not as nosy as me, apparently. Clearly. Yeah, so... Your nose is huge. You use Facebook, <laughs> you got to use LinkedIn, and you got to use... But see, LinkedIn is a problem because it tells you... Oh, I'm logged out of LinkedIn. So that I can I can view anyone's profile without them knowing. Got it. And then Google, and you go four or five pages deep in Google. Have you do you do this for people you already know? Like, have you Googled and stalked me lately? Um, no, I would if I thought about it, but I don't. Are you gonna go do it right now? <laughs> what, what what am I gonna find? I don't know. You could be my own Google alert. Um, Having the first name as a former presidential candidate is uh, convenient for me to hide online. Oh, I didn't know you wrote books. Not yet. The Dynabanch. Oh, I didn't know you were a Remax sales representative. Oh, I am. I'm also a swimmer, a very talented swimmer. Um, She sports Switzerland. Are you a Swiss 
swimmer? A Swiss, Swiss, Swiss swimmer. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're not on here at all. See? No, you're not. Someone you're not be, be, would be very unfulfilled if they wanted to internet stalk me. Oh, hold on. I spelled your name wrong. You did not. I did. You spelled your own <laughs> sister. You've known me for 33 years and you spelled my name wrong? My right index finger, this I mean ring finger, did not hit the button enough times. Okay. Truly upsetting. <laughs> you gave me one L. <laughs> that is, listen, Dale Carnegie says a person's name, name is, is the most the important sound most in important, language. The sweetest sound Okay, to them. you are near the, you're at the top here. After the Facebook post, you are the top one. What am I doing? Uh, your LinkedIn, Student Life Group's Pastor at Foundation Church. Oh, there I am. Uh-huh. Congratulations. Thank you. I just recently changed that. And it's working for you. <laughs> uh, this Hillary is about to turn 21. Wow. Oh, and then Littlefield Agency hires Hillary Atkinson as a proofreader. They were excited to announce that to the world. They sure were. You're you're up, up here. Like You're more important than a swimmer, it seems like. I've, I've ousted her as the top. But also, if she's Googling herself, she's probably coming up more. People's Google results are different. That's why you... Hold on. That's why you got to look at it in... Uh, Incognito, Incognito mode. mode. Hillary Atkinson. Um, remember when Facebook first came out and I put my address on there and then you were upset about it? <laughs> okay. A couple of things. You're still the number three on Incognito Who's mode. number one and two? Facebook is... One and two. I'm not even going to look at Facebook because it's probably a whole bunch of different Hillary Atkinson. Gotcha. Okay. You put your address on Facebook? I do not remember. Where? Back when Facebook first came out, it had a spot for address. And I was like, well, I'm filling out this thing. I'm putting my you address. You want everyone to know everything about you. Exactly. I want everyone to know everything about everybody. And why was I upset? I thought someone was going to come murder yes. you. Yes. No, you. Because you were, you were living here at the time. No, I wasn't. I was already at college when we got Facebook. Maybe it was Zenga that we that asked for an address and I put it on there. <laughs> so it was when we were in residence together? Yes. And you were like, well, if they know where you live, they all know where I live. Listen, I watched a really scary episode of One Tree Hill where this girl got stalked from her internet webcam. So Back to stalking. That'll change you. But, so, but I understand that because like everyone, this is my, this is what I said at the time. Everyone lives somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Like if if they want to find a person, just go to a house and a person lives there. You could just stalk that person. <laughs> so do you think they pick based on the house, not based on the person? No, but I'm saying <laughs> this house looks nice. If what? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's in there is my target. That's not how it works. But I'm I'm just wondering like why you think you're so special that you're like well I'm the one that they're gonna want to stalk me. <laughs> So, don't put the address on there because they're going to find me and stalk me. I don't know that it's... I don't think it's specialness as much as it's... Well, it's obviously fear from something. <laughs> I'm worth Do you not? Stalked. You don't remember being mad at I me over that? I truly don't You made remember. me take it down. You were, like, you were very upset, so I took it down. Well, sorry and thanks. Yeah, so Facebook still doesn't have my address. It might have been when you were staying there over the summer. Staying home. Okay, did maybe. you stay home over the summer? I think you did. And so I what? I was just like creeping on your Facebook. I was just looking, and I saw your address. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I do not remember that. So speaking of childhoods, that's not childhood. We were teenagers, almost adults by then. Teenagerhood. We talked recently about our childhood, and I feel like we have differing memories oh, of it. Oh yeah. Okay. So you think our childhood was what? Okay. First of all, let's name an age in a house we lived in at the time. Let's say brown house. We lived in the brown house from 1994, 1996, right? Yes. Okay. Sure. Okay. And I was 11 and you were 10. Okay. Great. So what did we do in the brown house? I played with my Alamo action figures. <laughs> <laughs> you had you had beads. I did have beads into the your handsome, doorway. You had the handsome brothers. poster. You listened to KXOJ. I did and butterfly kisses, and and that's when you listened to one hundred six point nine, which is I did the pop, the terrible music place. And I you at that point, I really thought you were listening to it. Ironically, have I told you that? Yeah, I thought that you were listening to that music, and I, was, I thought you were like, oh my gosh, listen to this. I don't know that I was listening to it then. I feel like that's a little young. 
I remember it was the brown house. It wow. may have been it may have been the next year, but I, I remember the driveway Yo, mom, of the brown house. Bad judgment call. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I did have beads on my doorway, probably some inflatable furniture. But I feel like we spent a ton of time playing Mario Kart no, specifically. No, we watched Saved by the Bell. We okay. I do remember the playroom or whatever it was with mm-hmm. the TV. The game room. Game room. Uh-huh. It was. We called it the uh-huh. game room. We did. Is that when you had the black chair that? Yes. I remember that. And we we spent some time on the black chair. <laughs> but no, we didn't play that much Mario Kart. I just feel. I mean, I told someone recently, like that was my childhood. Because then when I got to college and I had an internship, I beat all these people at Mario Kart. That's just because you're smart. No, it's because you trained me because you're so good. Here's the question: What console was this on? Was it Super Nintendo? Was this N64? Is what's coming to mind. I don't think we had N64 at the Brown House. And or GameCube is later? GameCube is way later, yeah. We had Super Nintendo at the... We had Super Nintendo. I remember because I played Super Mario World. <laughs> I played Super Mario... Is it World? So you, yeah. Okay, so you, you say we didn't play a ton of video games. Right. We played... We I, did... We moved here. We moved to, the, mm-hmm. to this house. We did play a lot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. Man, that game was fun. That was a lot I of fun. I did start listening to the soundtrack on Spotify. Don't be late for it. Oh, Lots what? of explicit songs. Really? <laughs> and I felt weird listening at the church. So <laughs> I was like, BRB. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We spent, and then when we got to this house, I feel like it was like computer time. I mean, we spent so much time right there on the mm-hmm. computer. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. I, the, All the we, time. we traded. We did. I wonder if anyone else did this. Uh, it, was it an hour? I, I think, think it was an hour. I had an hour. You had an hour. I had an hour. You had an hour. Yep. And then the times that you were like, oh, I don't want it right now. I was the, it was the most exciting time of my entire <laughs> life. Yeah. I th- uh, okay. I guess I just, I feel like we spent time playing video games. And I also like, I have abandonment issues. So if you, if you spent an hour with me in an afternoon playing video games, that means that there were six hours in an, in an <laughs> evening when I did not, when you were not hanging out with me and I was like, well, no one likes me. So <sighs> What a pain to childhood. I appreciate that you recognize it is they are your abandonment issues. Well, and also you're abandoning of me, so there's there's <laughs> okay, that. So we haven't taken full responsibility. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> okay. I mean, overall, good childhood. Would recommend. Oh yeah. I talk a lot about how I much thought, I thought there were more way. video games. There was a ton of computer. Do you remember? Do you remember uh-huh. <laughs> when we first got AIM or AOL. I think it was just... It was AOL. So we were new to AOL and we didn't really know all the internet language yet. I don't remember this, but you got so mad at me. I do remember. What did I do? Uh, so <laughs> a- ASL. Someone said ASL. That's right. Um, and you're like, I don't know what this means. Um, and someone, they had put F. So we were like, what, 13? 13 F and then you put Oklahoma uh-huh. uh, and you're like, well, I think the F means half. <laughs> I did say. And like you're 13 and a half, so you should put 13 F. <laughs> so basically we told all your first, my first time welcome ever into the, in chat into room. the AOL world. You told everyone you were a woman. Mm-hmm. 13 year old girl. Thank, you were so mad. He's like, "Well, how are you supposed to know? We couldn't Google it." Google wasn't even around back then, was it? No. Crazy. I'm really sorry. I made you tell everyone you were a woman. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got mad at you. God. Can we be friends now? Internet memories. It's good times. So I was having a conversation recently with um macy who i've shouted out twice now in this podcast oh, wow. without telling the story that yesterday she was marco polling me and she got rear-ended while she was talking to me and it was fascinating to watch she's okay everything's okay did did the police know that she was on marco polo while she got in an accident i don't think so oh, well i hope they don't listen to this <laughs> um okay but we were talking she was basically saying when her family She's talking about planning a vacation. And she said, when we were growing up, we basically, we didn't, we weren't people who like went on vacations with other families. We just went by ourselves. Basically explained what sounds to me a lot like Beth's childhood of like national parks and camping and things like that. And so here's my question to you as you are now starting a family or you've started it, you're, you're in now. Yeah. Are you going to be the kind of family who takes vacations alone 
Or are you going to be the kind of family who takes vacations with other friends? Um, I would say definitely both. <laughs> uh, all vacations in all ways. Exactly. I want to know everything and go on all vacations. <laughs> but I think I think emphasize the family, the vacations with my family. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a really big deal to your kids that you show them who's important. I think there are a lot of parents who don't think about their kids first. They think about their friends first. They think about themselves first. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of, there's a lot of humans who think about themselves first. Mm-hmm. And the kids kind of take a back burner. They feel like they're just observers in their parents' life, in their parents' lives. And so I think uh, I want my kids to understand that they are very important and that they are a part of the family and that they have a voice and they have a say and that we do things for them and with them. And they have, on top of that, responsibilities. They have things that they have to do, not just because, you know, we want them to do it, but because it's important for them. I think that's, I think that's a, a good parenting technique. A good parenting... Philosophy? Philosophy. Philosophy. What yeah. about you? I, well, it's hard, right? Because it's like we were, well, we were technically raised as people who just like, don't take vacations. We go on vacations to families' houses. We did. We drove to other family members' houses. Unless it was like, we went on vacation, if you call it that. When we were in band, we went different places. Right. But, but it wasn't as a family. Right. So we weren't, we didn't really do either. But I think if we, I mean, it feels like we took family trips because we just went with our family. And so I do think there is something about that. There's something special about, like you said, I mean, kind of turning the attention inward toward mm-hmm. your unit, which is good and helpful. But I think there's also something super fun about vacationing with friends, especially, you know, for you and your girls, like they, our friends have kids around their age. So it's, it's their friends too. And yeah. so I think it's a fun experience for everyone. And that's why I say both. Yeah. Um, and really, I probably would have more fun vacationing with my friends mm-hmm. than I would with just my daughters because my friends have more in common with me and you know we have right it's just a different and when i'm with my daughters i am the dad and i am the authority figure and girls do this and it's all on me to be the entertainment and everything Mm -hmm. and so it's just not as fun but i think it's more important i gotcha so sometimes you gotta do the important things yeah that aren't as fun sometimes you gotta drink coke zero even though it's not as tasty as coke you believe that uh that's why i drink coke zero (laughs) yeah but you believe coke is tastier Actually, not anymore. I was going to say, I think you but had I, it recently. But the, whew, the first week, Coke Zero was terrible, but kept drinking it. Okay. Okay. Now let's talk about this. Loyalty. Because I had a conversation with a non-Boy Scout friend recently. You have another friend. I don't. Isn't that crazy? Um, about loyalty. And I was like, this is, needs to be a podcast topic because it, it goes into, it's, it, it's deep. Let me ask you some questions. First, is loyalty good or bad? Or I guess neutral is an option. Mm-hmm. It's both. Good and bad. Okay. I think in certain scenarios, loyalty is a very good, honorable quality. And in some scenarios, it is a bad, dumb thing. <laughs> but if loyalty is only... Okay, we'll get into that. Why do you think... Well, first of all, do you think we value loyalty as a society? Loyalty as a society. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Do you think our culture, and I guess we have many different cultures. There's American culture, there's Christian culture, there's Southern culture, or, yes. or Midwestern, or whatever we are. Yeah, wherever, whatever region we're in. Uh-huh. Um, if I'm thinking about it generationally, I would say that... Oh, generational culture. I forgot <laughs> about that one. That millennials are less loyal than other generations. I mean, I think about even like the conversation with our, with our parents this weekend about internet and it's like, well, they're going to stick with the same company like they're and they're just going to pay whatever they have to pay. And it's like, I feel like with millennials, it's like, we'll change if we have to, we'll change our sales service, we'll change our cable company, we'll change, you know, car brand, whatever. Yeah. People so, are super weird about car brands though. So yeah, I agree. Someone's like, oh, I told him what car I had. Oh, you're, you're a Chevy guy. I'm like, nope. <laughs> just drive I'm, one. Whatever car is the cheapest and most reliable and that fits three cars. Subaru in the back. people are really like the like the most loyal. Mm. 
Land Rover? Is that one? Yeah. Uh-huh. But like... I think Subaru. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. From focus groups with car people, Subaru people are like... Oh, yeah. You know, let you know You know about this I stuff. No consumer behavior when it comes to car loyalty. And everything. <laughs> okay. So millennials don't value loyalty. What about Americans? Oh, boy. I don't know. Probably. I mean, I, I feel like if you ask that question to... A thousand Americans, everyone would say, yeah, loyalty is good. And I like loyalty. I care about loyalty. So I think they would say so. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think that's, a, I think that's a good way to put it. Um, if you look at, and we start talking about this because is OSU is loyal and true. Yeah. So my, my first reaction was like, I, well, how is that a good, like true? I can be on board with let's, let's all be true. But I don't know that loyal is automatically good and like you said you said you think sometimes it's not I, but I also I mean I just feel like that's a weird it's like I don't really want my school or my football team to be true like what does that mean we I don't think it's about the football team but you don't think hold on you don't like truth <laughs> you want people to be false you think is it the whole school or is it yeah I just feel like it's all I only see it on like shirts that you wear to a football game well I mean anytime you see OSU on a on a shirt or a hat, you think football game, but it does represent the entire. I mean, it is the, the Oklahoma sure. State University. Um, but yeah, lo- loyal and true. I, true is good. I mean, you know, loyal alumni is a good thing. Is it? Well, they give money back so they can continue to be an OSU. Why is that a good thing? <laughs> Well, OSU thinks it's a good thing. Well, okay. They're the ones who picked the slogan. That's true and loyal. Um, okay. Let me go on. I got more questions. Are you going to answer them? Okay. Why do we... So I guess I, we never answer the question, why do we value loyalty? I don't think I know why we value loyalty. I don't get that. I. That's why I have to ask you the question. I wonder if we value loyalty or it's actually just we're complacent and we dislike change how much is it how much of it is loyalty versus just like i'm just gonna it's easy to do the same thing yeah i'm gonna go on go with the flow tradition tradition but i I feel like we're loyal to tradition no when i say we i do not mean me but i feel (laughs) like people are loyal to tradition i mean there is something so when you say that, when you say loyal to tradition, I think about like, okay, Thanksgiving in Texas, that's a tradition that we've had. And I feel very loyal to that because when I think about it, it, like I feel comfort and I feel, you know, it feels comfortable and like a good feeling. And I want to be, I want that. Okay. So uh, let me, let me push back on that. Coke feels comfortable. <laughs> Cocaine? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of bad things that feel comfortable. That's not a bad thing though. Okay, but just because it feels comfortable doesn't make it the best thing. The that's that like true loyal to that's true loyal to tradition and specifically going like our family going to Texas every year. Uh, I don't I don't understand because there are so many things that we can do and and have fun and we don't know if something's better than going to Texas because we always went to Texas. Like what if it's what if it's better to not drive that much and and spend time at home? What if it's better to, you know, go serve our community in some way? Or what if it's better to uh, go do something fun every year? Or go do something different every year? Or go to uh you know silver silver dollar silly like we went to that one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I it feels to me like tradition is uh is like you said is just being complacent. It's just going well. It's easier to do the same thing we did last year than it is to figure something else out. Um. What what good can come from loyalty? This is another question I thought of. Because is there? I assume there's some good that can come from loyalty. You said sometimes it's a good thing. Sure. Let's think about your loyalty to Beth. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Good things that have come from that. You have a healthy marriage. You have great communication. You guys make each other laugh. You make each other happy. You're companions for each other. You've made three wonderful children because of your loyalty to each other. Yeah, I, I, I think. Mean, <laughs> uh, I that is I I realized when I was t- thinking about this the other day that there's really only two things that I am c- 
completely that I'm loyal to in in the traditional sense of loyalty. Is one your marriage? One is my marriage. One's your faith? One's my kids. Because I feel like my faith is not necessarily a thing that I'm loyal to. Ooh, mom is shaking in her boots. I'm no, I'm 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 faithful. Um, but what I'm saying is if if my church said if the Christian church started saying, Hey, um, you know what? Black people aren't actually gonna go to heaven, then I'd be like, Well, hold on. Let's uh let's figure something out. Um, if if something scientifically uh was different, like was proven different than what people translated the Bible as to as, as saying, then I would just like say, okay, well, let's, let's figure out the retrain. Well, first of all, let's make sure the science is good. And then let's figure out what it, it actually, the Bible is actually talking about in this situation. When some people are so loyal that they're like, no, the, the earth has got to be flat because the Bible doesn't talk about it being round, uh, which I, I, I think that's loyalty. And I think it's, you know, blind loyalty. Yeah. So, so I'm loyal to my wife because I promised that I would be because 10 years ago I, I said, well, forever, uh, you know, I do or whatever I said. And then you said I, will, <laughs> I did say I will. This is a whole thing because he asked, will you blah, blah, he blah. Did. You I, answered correctly okay. based on his question. Yes. And then uh, when every, when each of my three kids was born, I don't know. No one asked me to do this, but I promised him that day. I said, I will you know, always be here for you and I'll always love you and I'll always uh, help you with whatever you need. So I have promised to my wife and to my kids, but like, does that, should that extend to friendships? And I really do believe in that loyalty in my my wife and my kids. If if they if they uh, started taking drugs and selling all their stuff for drugs and stealing stuff from me from drugs for drugs, then I would still for all of mm-hmm. them love them and and do my best yep. to help them out and keep them in my life. But I don't think I'm not sure if there's anyone else that if they started stealing my stuff for drug money that I would keep in my life. What about me? I would try to help and I would I'd do what I could and I would pray for you but after a while like if you just kept stealing stuff from me I would mm-hmm. I would say you know what you're still my sister but don't come to my house anymore please because mm-hmm. you're going to be stealing my stuff for drug money yeah I think so at what point I mean when you say loyalty does is it like a scale right is it like a scale of loyalty where you've you've promised loyalty to Beth and the girls a 10 out of 10 whereas like a friendship loyalty is like a 5 because I'm also like, at some point, yeah, it may be better for everybody if you cut ties or you move on or, you know, you graduate from the friendship, whatever. And the, I don't know that it's being disloyal. I think it's just you're in a different stage of life. Or I think about jobs. I think job loyalty can be a very good thing. I think there's a point where, it, you know, you have to figure out what works for you. And- I, yeah, I guess I don't know. I, I'm, I am very loyal to my jobs. I, it's very difficult for me to leave a job, Same, but I don't know if I really call that loyalty. I think that's, uh, pragmatism almost. It makes more sense often to stay in the same job I've been in because, ah, well, man, but it's like, so I'm like challenging myself here. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But like, you know, if someone else came along and tried to recruit you away, you know, there's no really other benefit of you leaving apart from you just a new, you know, grass yeah, is greener type of thing. I guess my thought is if a, if a, if a company tries to lure me away and says, hey, we're going to pay you 10000 more a year and you're going to have a better job. But what if that's not on the table? I would, I would probably take it. Uh, if they say, hey, we're not going to pay 10000 more a year, just come to this job. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for a new change of scenery, if you don't like your bosses, if whatever, if the grass is greener over here, do you want to come over here? I mean, yeah, I guess there's the, you know, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Uh-huh. Uh, so I I kind of believe that. Mm-hmm. I, I trust that rule, uh, which I don't know why. It's not like about the Bible. But I do love that saying. And do you? I do. <laughs> but, it's, uh, but it's often true that like if I know, I know what I'm in. I know what, I'm, what I've gotten myself into. I don't know, necessarily know what I'm going to get right. into if I go do that. Right. Which is why, I mean, yeah, for me, I stay at jobs generally a long time I mean you know but is that loyalty and is that tradition I guess it kind of is like I've been doing it I already know how to do it so I guess I'm just going to keep doing it I guess I'm going to keep going to Texas on in for Thanksgiving uh, and I think part of it the hard I think the hard thing in that scenario which I guess with all relationships is like and we saw when our dad got laid off after 25 years is like you can be loyal to a company I would say he would 
say he was loyal to that company, Mm -hmm. but companies don't have loyalty to people. I mean, they have to do business and so they'll cut you no problem. Yeah. And that's, that's a new phenomenon too. And it's, that's hard to say like, okay, I'm going to be loyal. That's really an American phenomenon too. And I'm going to choose you. I'm going to choose to work here. I'm going to choose to spend my time and work hard here and well, but you might not choose to be loyal back. But you're also just not, you know, I mean, you're getting paid. <laughs> okay, well, sure. They're sending me lots of money every month for me to go do the thing that I do. So if, but like, uh, oh gosh, there have been instances where I'm getting paid to do something and they say, hey, we can't pay you this week, uh, but could you, I mean, if you want to come do it anyway, you can, and I have. Is it loyalty or I, is it duty? Ooh, Duty. Oh, what's the difference between loyalty and duty? Is there a difference? I feel like duty can be a... It's not an ongoing thing. It doesn't have to be. I do I do feel duty. I do feel dutiful. Me I am, too. I'm dutiful. Same. But I, I don't know if I would consider myself loyal. Uh, so the way that I see loyalty, and maybe... I, don't, I see loyalty as blind. I see loyalty as I will stick with you and follow you no matter what. I don't think it... Okay. Yes, sorry. That's what you think. <laughs> yeah, and so like if uh, if I'm going to be loyal to my football team, doesn't matter if they lose, doesn't matter if they win, I'm going to cheer for them all the time. If I'm going to be loyal to my uh, political party, it doesn't matter if uh, if my guy is uh, tweeting a whole bunch of terrible stuff or if he's falling asleep on speeches. See, now you don't know who my very, guy is. Very, very bipartisan <laughs> friendly. <laughs> Does, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to vote red or vote blue. Um, I think uh, to me, that's what, lo- if, if my company uh, is, uh, has child uh, labor in China, uh, you know, whatever, they're my company. I'm going to, I'm going to keep working for them. or I'm going to keep buying from them. So then is marriage just blind? That, and that's, I think marriage has to be because you do it to each other. Because you, because Beth is loyal she to can, me. She, she promised herself to me. <laughs> Why isn't there a verb for loyal? <laughs> She's loyal. She's committed herself to me. I've committed myself to her. And that's, I think that's what makes the marriage work really well is that we, we know we're stuck. And the, the way to make the best of it is to be the best husband, be the best wife we can be. But yeah, and a company doesn't work that way. No. Nike is not thinking. Uh, I got to make sure that Wes is happy with the way we do everything. So he keeps buying my shoes. Uh, they just are, they're looking at the majority of people. They they care about selling more shoes to more people. They don't care about me. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's why I, that's why I tend to not like loyalty. And maybe it's, maybe it's that I don't like loyalty to large organizations or uh, loyalty to faceless, but it's also, it's the same with people. Like if, if I have a good friend, who uh, who one day says, hey, Wes, listen, I've been thinking. I think I'm going to join the KKK. I would say, ah, okay, I think that's a bad idea. <laughs> and I don't think I want to be your friend anymore. What about you? Would you be friends with a KKK member? <laughs> would you remain friends? Think no. about Think about your fourth best friend <laughs> and if they join the KKK. No chance. But I feel like there's... You're, I, you're not loyal? I thought you were loyal to your I, friends. I feel like a loyal friend, there's there's something between A to Z. I mean, there's time. I mean, I don't know the process to join the KKK. I'm not sure like the length of... I don't know if there's like orientation or whatever, but it's like, I think there's a chance for you to act as a loyal friend and say, hey, I really care about you and I love you. And are you sure this is, you know, you know, check in on them and see where they are because something's not going right if they want to do that before you cut all ties forever. Right, but then if they still do, then you cut all ties. Yeah, forever. yeah. Okay, but is but wouldn't you do that with a with a stranger too? If if you were, an, not with as much. If concern you were at a hair salon bigger. and the person doing your hair said, <laughs> "I think I'm gonna join the KKK," <laughs> you wouldn't say, "Listen, are you okay?" Because that doesn't that's not a thing that you probably should but do. The, but see, this is where loyalty comes in. Is because my friend, I know their history. I've known how they react in certain situations. I know how in generally in general they feel about the human race and like, I don't know about a stranger. I don't, I haven't walked with them through anything, but because of our loyal friendship with the person a, I'm able to say, Hey, this is out of character. Person B might be right in character. They come from a family of, but just because in character doesn't mean it's okay. Um, Sure. But it it also means I don't have as much of a chance of having any impact at all. 
We have no trust. We have no rapport. Do you, I'm just getting my hair done by then. Does that work for you? I, I feel like if I had a friend that said they want that they want to join the KKK, there's nothing I can do to stop them. Like people are going to do what they want to do. Uh, what's the, the saying? A man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. Like I'm not going to convince anybody to do anything. Do you think? Do you think you can convince your? Or do you, first of all, am I wrong about that? Do you think I, I can convince people to do things? And second of all, do you think you can can convince people to do things? Oh, let's see. No, I don't think. I don't think we as people can change other people. Period. Semicolon. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but I think we have the ability to provide wise counsel that could have an impact paired with other things, paired with advice from someone else, paired from paired with like a miracle from the Holy Spirit. Like I, I think I don't know, I think it's speaking of duty, I think it's our duty as people to call out sin when we see sin and so i don't i don't yeah whether it makes a difference or not i think it's our job to mm. if would you go back to the hairdresser if she said she's gonna join the, the kkk <laughs> do they call them hairdressers is that a really old-fashioned term I just yeah used? i would say the stylist uh, would you go back to your stylist if uh she said she was going to join the kkk no she'd be in the <laughs> no she'd it's a good thing you said no we would be canceled cancel culture mm-hmm. yeah no sh- no she'd also probably how can how can someone with that ugly of a heart care about making people beautiful oh see it goes back to understanding someone wants to join the kkk has some reason there's something to understand there and that's that i think that's why i don't like a lot of politics today is because you from both sides you see i can't understand the republicans i can't understand anyone that would vote for donald trump i can't understand anybody that would ha- hold a black lives matter sign i can't i like i i can understand everybody what it's because you're a shapeshifter you, you metamorphosis but what were what was those books uh anamorphs An- anamorphs <laughs> and i said what was those books obviously <laughs> i haven't read any <laughs> ever what was those books, what was them books? <laughs> Uh, I feel like you are. I mean, you're not necessarily an animorph. I can turn turn into any animal I want. You can. You can turn. You can <laughs> a say, donkey or an you elephant. can walk a lot of miles in other people's shoes. Mm-hmm. So, I can't wait to uh, go home and finish this book. Oh. I mean, it's like it's been that good of a book that like you look forward to it. I finished one last night in the same way. Actually, no, I I read it till like. 1.30 last night yeah. and fell asleep and woke up and finished it before 8. What percentage of books do you feel like are are like that, that you like think about and look forward to? Ooh, 15? Slow. Is it? But I'm probably the same. <laughs> so it's normal. I guess. Um, this one's called Daisy Jones and the Six. Uh-huh. And it's about a fictional band in the 70s. Oh. And how they formed, but it's told in the way of... Um, Oral history, I, I think is maybe like when you read an article and it's like the oral history of Friday Night Lights. Like I've read that article before and it's like, here's the the creator says this and then the producer says this. And it's like, it kind of reads like a script a little okay. bit. So it's like a mockumentary script. Kind of. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's, it's great. It's so well done. Really? Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. I can't wait to go home and finish it. Well, I probably won't finish it because it's. Long, I'm like halfway. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait. I finished a trilogy, a sci-fi trilogy, uh, last night. It was, those were long books too. And how, were, how many books have you read so far this year? Because here's where I am. I don't know if you remember, but I told you. So last year I read, I think 52 or 53. I mean, it was like right at one a week was my uh-huh. average. And this year my goal was to read fewer books. Because <laughs> right. I feel like last year I... Yeah, it was just hard, and I feel like I used books to escape a lot. And anyway, I wanted to show up for life and not read it away. Mm-hmm. So I set a goal for 30 books this year, <laughs> and I'm at 29. I've finished you 29. stop reading. So after Daisy Jones, I'm done. This is the last book. It better but be. But what do I do with the other what are you four on my nightstand? Um, I guess you wait till January 1st. <laughs> or maybe you just read the first half of them and wait... I mean, you just read the first half of a whole bunch of books. Everything except the last page. And then you can finish. And then I can say, I didn't. You can finish 30 books on January 1st. I am into that idea <laughs> if if I wanted to do that, but I don't. I don't know. How to, oh, reading challenge. Here we go. I've completed 21 books, but it might be, 
I might be missing some because I haven't really updated my Goodreads recently. Well, I, I did with the latest two books. I actually finished two books today. Well, and we do acknowledge universally your books are way longer than mine. Yeah. And I'm also like, uh, oh, I have to. I have a connected book I just finished too. So, um, and two of them are textbooks. And I have another textbook I've almost finished. So, I don't know. I don't know if that, do textbooks count? What if they have a whole bunch of music in them? No. But not pictures? all. But not all music. I guess. Okay, good. I'll count them. So then, forty. Uh, sorry, twenty-three bucks. But, but uh, yeah, I need to get more into reading. I forgot my appendix. Well, out. if you'd stop reading Japanese emperors on Wikipedia. That's true. You could have read. Can I count that as a book? Six pages. <laughs> Who's the author is the problem. Uh, lots of people. Exactly. Uh, do you want to hear a life-changing idea? I that, do. A very relevant life-changing idea? I do. It's actually the first one I have written down, so it was important when I wrote it. It's, it's the thing that made me create this whole list. Act as though I have the free will to change and to be the best person and to be the best person I can be, but everyone else can't. Everyone else can't change. Everyone else doesn't have free will. I hate it, I think, because for me, I'm like, shouldn't that first part alone be motivating to yeah. say I have the free no, will? I no, think, I think both, they're two sides to a coin. They're two, <laughs> you need, I think you need both. Oh, I think the first one is for you and the second one is for your relationships with other people. Read it again. Act as though. Okay, again, I did not word these to be mantras. These are ideas. Uh, I'll say I act as though I have the free will to change and be the best person I can be. But I act as if everyone else has no free will and they can't change. Okay, so it's basically just this idea of... Okay, so it's, yes, I can be the best person. I'm going to try to be the best person. But other people may not be on that journey. And so I just have to love them even if they're never going to change. Yeah, I don't know about being on that journey. I guess I, I guess I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, other people are not. Uh, I if I have the if I have the belief that I'm gonna change, be able to change other people, I'm gonna have a bad time. Right. It's not gonna work. I'm gonna get frustrated. I'm gonna say, why can't they? Do, why are they always like this? Why can't they see that this is the right way to blah blah blah? And so I have to just realize that they're not gonna like they they are the way they are because they are the way they are, and they're gonna be the way they are. So I have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And, but that doesn't mean that I'm, I am, cause then it gets into like, I am the way that I am because I'm the way that I am. But then, then that just leads to me being fat and lazy. So I have to, I have to realize that I have the free will to change that no one else does, which obviously isn't true. Right. It's very self-centered of me to say that mm-hmm. if it was true. Sure. I can see how that's a life changing idea. Did I change your life? We'll see. <laughs> TBD.